for breakfast. Right now, I'm very hungry. Hey, Ma! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! This is Sparta! greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Welcome to the Varsity Radio Show. It's the best day of the week, right? Because I, I get to be with you guys. And so uh, the Varsity is a fun place to be. And it's always fun because of the people that enter this studio and make it so great. And I'm going to enter. I, I'm gonna introduce you to the one to my right right now. He's wearing a Star Wars shirt and a Nike hat. He's got quite the beard. I don't remember you having one of those. No, I didn't. I used legit beard. <laughs> <laughs> My good friend, Caleb London. What's up, guys? Good to be on here. Yeah, fantastic. He's a fun guy to be around. <laughs> also in the studio, wearing his senior 2021 shirt. Legit long hair and somewhat of a goatee. Oh, yeah. My friend, Randy <laughs> Fuller. It's a goatee in progress. In progress. In progress. That's right. I wanted to hear what he had to say about that. Also in the studio with a good-looking goatee that's been growing for a while. Uh, he, we call him the Willy Wonka Radio because of all the magical things he does with the board, <laughs> the screens, and the music. My good friend with the good goatee, Steven Spiegel. What's up, everybody? Hope you're having a good day. Got a good show lined up for you. Yeah, we do. We yeah. got Chris Bashaw. Mm-hmm. You know, you may know him, Caleb. He's a track coach legend at Gunnersville High School. He'll be on the show. Uh, But before we get there, let's get to our meme of the week. Meme of the week. So, and I, this, this one really bothers me. This one really bothers me. Well, that stinks. Jessica Bill will not name her child Batmobile. Anybody else upset about that? It's so funny because it's her husband's account, Justin Timberlake. Oh, is it? It's her husband. (laughs) And it's like, yeah. It's I should have known that. So funny. So funny. And he, obviously, he was fighting for it. Of yeah. course. He Could you fighting. imagine going up, watching Seventh Heaven, and saying, hey, I'm going to marry that girl. I I'm going to marry that girl. I know exactly how that is, <laughs> who that is now that you describe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was a good show, by good the way. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. All right. Next meme. This one, it takes some getting used to, doesn't it? This yeah. One, you got to look really hard and heavy on this one. Yeah, look look at this one right there. Anybody see anything? When you see it, say read it. it. So read it. Check out this old photo from the 50s. you got an old McDonald's hamburger joint, right? All yeah. All the 50s cars out front. You've got the single arch, not the double arches. 
And then you're looking in the parking lot, and it's like 50 car, 50 car, 50 car. And what'd you say? The Caleb? DeLorean. Uh, yeah, a DeLorean. <laughs> that's exactly it. And I just case, think that's hilarious. In case you didn't <laughs> see awesome. that on social media, I, I got it circled for you. Now I got a red circle around there so you can see. It was Marty McFly, man. Yeah, he, he was enjoying himself. <laughs> he liked his fifteen cent burgers. I would oh, too. Yeah. It was a problem though too. because that wasn't charburger. Oh, that's true. charburger is the goat yeah. when it comes to hamburgers. Yes. You know? yes. Want to yeah. tell everybody about charburger? Yeah, they're the famous chargirl wildcat burger. They have chicken fingers. They have Philly cheesesteaks, for which we all had one. Yeah. It was delicious. Uh, and jumbo crispy onion rings, for which you two had. Yeah. Uh, and it was delicious. And they are open Monday through Saturday, 5.30 to 7. And then there's this glorious little place called B&B Video Games. Have you been there, Ken? I haven't been there. Date not idea. It really is Date. a good place. Okay. They have an 80s-style arcade in the back of the store. You pay once, play all day, or as long as you want. Which is really cool, because if you remember back in the 80s, you would have to have a pocket full of change. You don't have to do that anymore. They solved that problem. Steven? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Well, we got Coach Chris Bashaw coming up, but you know what? we got first coming up is FCA. They're going to yes. be with us, telling us all about what's going on. I'm really anxious to find out what happened at the golf tournament. So, yeah. looking forward to that. But before we do that, let's get you back to some great music. Let's see what I got lined up for you. How about some NF? Come on. Just like Ooh. you. Man, he spits the truth. You yeah, know what he does. I mean? yeah. <laughs> Just in case my car goes off the highway. Caleb wearing, Caleb wearing his FCA shirt. I mean, hat. Hat. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead and get up in the mic even while we're not on the radio. We still Because we're still on Facebook Live. Yeah. Got a camera on I you? I tell you, I want to awesome. talk about a... Well... I was helping with a our denomination in North Carolina. We did a youth camp, and we were going to do our youth camp at Myrtle Beach. And so we did the pre-trip, you know, where you go up and you say, hey, we're going to stay here, we're going to do this. And we went, and we ate really good food, and then we putt-putt golfed, and then everybody's like, hey, let's go out to the ocean. And it's nighttime, and the oh. moon's shining. And I don't know if y'all have ever watched Shark Week, but if you don't want to get eaten by a shark, not time is the time where they get close to the shore. This is what I've learned in my many years of watching Shark Week. Okay, and and saying that, at first I was like, "Y'all go on, I, I'm gonna stay here." My, I was like ankle deep in the water, and I like I'm like good. If one jumps up, you know, I, I got speed to get away. Yeah, you know, ankle deep. <laughs> Them jokers. I don't know what happened to me. I don't know how the uh, courage overcame me and boldness. But all of a sudden, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I went body surfing in the night, in the waves, with the moon. I just want to tell y'all that I didn't get eaten. I know I know y'all figured that out. <laughs> that was one of the most terrifying moments in my life. But they were all flipping around like fish. So, But I thought, you know, and I told them in the moment, I said, they're going to look at you and they're going to think that that's, you know, McDonald's or Burger King. They're going to look at me and say, hey, there's the gold crown. We're going to get everything we can. <laughs> you ever been tubing in the ocean? No. I went tubing in the ocean. How'd that go? It was not good. Were you like a fishing lure? Or? We were on this big old banana float, and uh, my friends convinced me because the guy told us there was no sharks, and we went tubing. And his goal was to knock us off. He knocked us off. You could barely see the the shore. And I grabbed on to my friend. I was holding on to him, you know. And by the time we came back, the guy told us there was like a 15-foot hammerhead that hangs out around the pier. And I was like, that's cool, you know. 
Yes, would you please take me back to the shore? I never want to do that again. I'll never do it again. Oh, that's good information to know while you're at the pier. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you had survived at that point. I had survived, and yeah. I'll never do it again. Sonya! Look, there they are. How are y'all doing? I see candy. Look at candy. Hi! <laughs> Is that Caleb? It's Caleb. MT, what's up? <laughs> what's up, Candy? How are you? I'm good. Good to see you. Good to see you. I like that about Candy. I like her enthusiasm. Oh, great personality. She's always happy. If I get anybody to introduce me in life, it's going to be Candy. It's going to be. Well, I'm glad she didn't hear the story you were just telling, man. <laughs> you talking about swimming in the ocean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't do no. Yeah. no. <laughs> Y'all lives out there. Right. Yeah. Did you just see the story we did? No. You ain't never gonna go on the ocean if you watch it. Yeah, no. I get out knee deep. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. And I like Destin because it's crystal clear and I can see what's coming. Yeah, right. yeah. That's what I liked about Cosmo Mexico. That's the cleanest water I've ever seen. Hundred foot visibility. I've never seen water like that. But if something was coming, you'd know it. <laughs> and you'd know it for a while. I don't know if I'd want to know. You know, I do. How are you gonna get away? Well, it's not that if you've also if you watch Shark Week, it's not get away. It's punch the nose. So if I can okay. see the nose, how do you I get enough force? You know, like water holds you. Back. I don't know, man, but I'm going swinging. If something comes up at me, I don't believe I'm that. I'm gonna man. be swinging. I, I like the stabbed in the idea much more. Yeah, I hear you. I might be grabbed off. Except their eyes close. Okay. We're going the gills. In the gills. Yeah, I'd probably go through the gills. You do your thing, I'll do mine. Sonya! <laughs> yes! You disappeared again. I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> there you are. I'm hanging. Got 39 seconds. Okay. 39 seconds. You're at the office and Candy's hanging out at home. Yes. Look at yep. her. I, I can... I've been working, though. I've been working. Can't, can't. She actually hard today. Candy's As not every... going... Candy's not playing with the sharks. She's here. I'm on board with that. Mm -mm. Nope. If I even see one, call the funeral home in Gadsden. Call your butler. <laughs> that's where I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the FCA moment of the week. We're excited to have the one and only Candy and Sonya. Yep. The best. Yep. <laughs> Candy, Candy's looking cheerleaderish today. She's always that way. Looking peppy. <laughs> peppy. Sonya's got a great smile. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad you two joined us. I asked Pam who's coming on. She said the girl, the ladies of FCA. I've never gotten the ladies. The ladies. Feels like Charlie's Angels or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there they are. They're posing. This is great. Uh, if you want to see this, go to at Varsity Radio Show on Facebook. You can actually sit. And there is a large dog in the shot now. Puppy! That is not a puppy. Same is, thing. All dogs no. are puppies. It's a bear. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so, Candy, Sonia, tell us what's going on in the wonderful world of Fellowship of Christian Athletes. So, we had our Fall Golf Classic yesterday. It was a wonderful day. The Lord was good to us and held the rain off until yeah, after a few little sprinkles, but that was it. 
we had about 16 teams and it was just a great time had by all so wow and you got it in just in time we did it started raining when we were going down the mountain wow yeah so candy did you play yesterday no I <laughs> oh, that's hard to believe i took pictures oh. <laughs> what matters she yeah. took pictures. I was the photographer yesterday. That's nice. I wear many hats. Many. I see that. I've never seen you wear that hat before. Uh-huh. Or that dog for that. Uh-huh. FCA store. FCA store available. There you That's did. Right. Shameless plug right there. <laughs> yes. That's right. So you had a golf tournament yesterday. What do y'all have going? What do you have coming up? Well, tomorrow we have um, Gunnersville Middle School popsicle blast and they're finalizing the numbers because of the rain and school being closed and all that stuff so that it will be put out on social media okay and uh, we've got our high school um area huddles that's going on we've got our madison east that's already started up leadership teams bob jones james clemens has started up and we're gearing towards the the uh, middle schools too as far as huddles and We've got coaches' breakfast going on. We actually had one. Um, we had one tomorrow morning at Fairview, and then we have one on Thursday at DAR in Marshall County. Wow! Yeah, nice. so we're trying to do as many things as possible and try to be COVID conscious and making sure everybody stays safe and all that good stuff. But we've got lots going on. We've got um. It's exciting because we're adding to our staff. We've got some new college interns that's joined us, and nice. we've got um, co-ops, uh, co-op interns this year's high school high school <laughs> students. They won't leave me alone. Mm. High school students that um, are joining our team this fall. We've got a couple this fall, and then we'll have more in the spring. So just adding to our staff and trying to do as much as we can to share the gospel in the community, and where it's a world of darkness my dad and I just got off the phone and we were talking about a lot of things going on and he came home from Vietnam in August 31st of 1967 today Wow! Wow. Um, so ever how many years ago that was and he and I were talking and then talking about things going on and so dark in the world today and just trying to shed a little bit of light man I always enjoy talking to Candy and Sonya yeah they're fun. Well, I love talking too. Yesterday, I was kind of told at the golf tournament to be quiet a little bit, let them golf. They might wow. <laughs> wow. Somebody it was, was brave enough to say though. that to you. It was in a nice way, though. Very nice. But yeah, I was Fair just enough. like, I love to talk. Wow. Wow. Sonia <laughs> can vouch for that. I talk her ears off sometimes. You didn't have that <laughs> massive dog to intimidate them. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> this dog, when I'm home, this dog won't leave me alone. That's that's a very large dog. That's our new mascot. Okay, <laughs> there it is. Well, Candy, Sonia, I cannot thank you enough for coming on here. It's always a major joy. And I know Caleb missed you. He told me he's got a little tear in his eye right now. Yeah, you can't really see it for this massive beard, but it's there. Sweet memories of Caleb, and he's a super nice guy. I appreciate it. They're still talking yeah. nice about you. That's good. That's a good yeah. sign. Until the camera yeah. goes off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. 
it's a right. blessing to a lot and it's and it's a joy for me to get him to watch in his ministry he's doing right now as well thank so you. thank you huge blessing fantastic well i'm glad we get to have that moment <laughs> we're so glad that you are here y'all make this day better every time thank you candy and sonia you're welcome. Thank you. Love you guys. We love you. Love we'll you. see you next time. Absolutely. News KB featuring Bye-bye. Bizzle with Let It Rain right here on the Varsity Radio Show. Is it there? Are they that happy all the time? They're like, yes. They're fantastic. Yeah. They just they make things better. Remember. And Candy, I was a college intern when she came in. I think the first time she came in, and she's always just been real up, real happy. Uh, just a good a good presence to be around. Nice. <clears throat> I like that. Mm. Did you just like my thing? My... Yeah. Just said Caleb London just like. You accidentally hit it, I guess. Yeah, I uh, anyway, we are seven minutes from clutch. Uh, but, yeah, I, you know... Sharks mildly scare me. Like I get that feeling when I'm in the ocean. I'm just like, I don't know. Have you ever been like Lake Gunner's feeling? You're like hanging out there, and you're like, they say there's not sharks here. They say there's not alligators here. But I feel awfully exposed right here. Giant body of water, right? Mildly terrifying. Steven, you ever been that? I see you go boating out there. Do you? Like I'm very conscious of wildlife in the area. I'm always looking for snakes. I, when we're on the boat, I try not to get too close to the shore, too close to the bank. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I'm always watching out for gators, too. My mom won't let me live it down because <laughs> she tells me. You saw me, one? She tells me every time you get out there in the water, Stephen, you got to remember, watch out for yourself because there could be something in there ready to eat you. I'm like, thanks, Mom. <laughs> and then I was recently, so reassuring. too. And, yeah. then, and then I've heard these stories all my life, and I don't know if they're true. I don't know, but I've heard that we've had flooding and stuff by the Gunnersville Dam, and like that they've sent divers down there. I think this I is a the yeah, the same story. And there's catfish the size of Volkswagen Beetle. Mm-hmm. I, that's a big fish. Man eating <laughs> catfish. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if y'all have ever watched River Monsters, but if that's true, <laughs> homie needs to come visit oh, Gunnersville. Yeah. yeah, they do. I've heard that story too. About those catfish, and they said they came back up, and they looked like it's pale. They were pale and white as a ghost because of what they saw. <laughs> I've always wondered if they'd be good eating, but every time I ever asked somebody, they told me no because they're so big, and they're bottom dwellers, so they would probably taste like mud. Well, that's so. delicious. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> mm, they're the scavengers. What's of the for lake. dinner? Mud. Yeah. Ooh, protein. Mud. <laughs> I like some fried fish though. <laughs> With mud. <laughs> so. In all honesty, though, like, I've heard that my whole life. And so I've always wondered, like, I'm like, I wonder if that's for real. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't like last week. I've heard that, like, my whole life. I've never seen one. We've been out there for two summers now on the boat. So I haven't seen one yet. But that's not to say they're not out there. Have a varsity special. Do we have a Nessie, though? Like, do we? (laughs) (laughs) I saw something recently that said that Nessie could actually be a large sea eel. A large, a large eel. It's a large eel. It's what they're thinking it might be now. That can yeah. make sense. I was watching an interview with, uh, oh, who was it? It was one of the guys from X-Men. You remember one, the early 
Professor X. Yes. Yeah. The bald guy. He, he is Scottish. Now, this is not his old his old self. This is his younger self. Oh. So the guy who plays him as younger Professor X, he's Scottish. And have you ever tried to listen to somebody who's Scottish say purple or I, burglar? I lived in Scotland oh. for three months. It's hilarious. <laughs> if you've ever wanted to stump somebody with a Scottish accent, I? get them to say burglar <laughs> or uh, purple. And get them to say purple burglar, and it's hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. I feel I'll like you need video. to pull that up. I'll find a video and show it to you. I ran it on the show this morning, so yeah, I, I can pull it up. I think you should. Mm-hmm, I'll do it. I, I was in Scotland. I lived in Glasgow. I was in Hamilton, so it was like, I want to say four hours north in Inverness, Scotland, Loch Ness. And I couldn't go to Scotland and not go to Loch Ness. And so they have a museum, and they got a fake Loch Ness monster outside, you know, that you can pose with. At the place where the guy who took the picture mm-hmm. came out, you know, the famous picture. But then you go through the museum, and they go through all the reasons why Nessie can't be real. And I'm like, what is your problem? It's and and here's, yeah, so you're going through this museum, and this is the worst, Stephen. This is the worst. So you know what the end of the museum is? What? The gift shop. <laughs> so they tell you this whole time he's not real. Then ask you to and then they have the audacity <laughs> for you to buy a souvenir of something they just told you in 40 different ways isn't real. I have a problem with that. Go ahead. They, they just I'm want sorry. you to swim in the lake. They want you to do something. I, I don't know. It's too cold to swim in the lake. It was... There's summer. It was still probably 50, 60 degrees. Oh, I'm moving to Scotland. Well... <laughs> brings up another story when i was on the busiest street in scotland buchan is it are they doing it okay i'll let them go here we go let me get this pulled up here brings up another story ah i gotta get rid of our audio in the background there i am again you can hear it all right let's try this one more time shall we it says you anyways Pennywise really enjoys the taste of glass. It gets on into it here. Wow. That went down like a cup of cold sick. Right. Now, you have an American accent in this. I, uh, apparently, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> what's, uh, have I talked with you before? You've got such a charming Scottish accent. Thank is you. it hard for you? What, what, what is your, do you have a hook for your for American accent? What uh, do you have to say first? Uh, do you know, I don't think about it. I try not to think about it at you all. Just do it. Which is probably why for the first three weeks, everybody's going, could you go again? Can we go one more time? Can we go another again? Is there something that's particularly hard for you to say with an American accent where it, you, you, the, the Scottish just burglary. slips out? Uh, it, the word burglary. It's hard for me to say in any accent, even my own. Burglary. 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 Say it as an American, if you don't mind. Oh, burglary. 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 That's in my own accent. I can't even say it. I can't say it. If you you were a spy, we would have shot you by now. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to see a Scottish spy. A Scottish spy undercover in America. Like, why? Did you ever see Sean Connery in The Wind and the Lion? No. He plays like an Arab chieftain oh, in it. He wow. plays Bule Ikhmahel Muhammad Ali Razuli. Wow. And he goes, he does this at one point. That's a name. Sean Connery goes, I am Bule Ikhmahel Muhammad Ali Razuli. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I thought it was fun. Totally pulled that off, too. That yeah. name. Good night. He, he pronounced that name way too well. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of practice. 
And now, today's clutch moment. So today I want to talk to you about, well, we'll use the catchphrase, I'll be there, clutch. Let's start by asking you guys this. What is your favorite sitcom and why, Caleb? Ooh, man, I don't know. Think about that. Steven? Uh, Favorite wow, sitcom? Caleb's wait. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that's a, there's a lot. Kind of blindsided me with this one. Okay. I'm so sorry. One of my favorite sitcoms, Big Bang Theory. Yes. Hilarious. Really yeah, Sheldon solid choice. and Bazinga yes. and Sheldon Cooper's a Stinky Pooper, all that stuff. It's hilarious yes. to me. Yeah, that's it. What is the kitty song? Oh, soft kitty, warm yeah. kitty, little yep, ball of fur. <laughs> Happy kitty, You know that really kitty. well. Purr, purr, purr. Yeah. That's right. That's exactly so how it good. goes. Have you ever watched Young Sheldon that goes with yes. that? Yeah, it's hilarious. it's hilarious. The story of how that... Randy? Either How I Met Your Mother or Big Bang Theory. How I Met Your Mother, that's good. Right here. Uh, I, I really like... I remember watching it with my parents. Uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. I know yes, that, that, that was, was one of mine. He's just so always mellow, and he's always just real... I don't know the right word. Just uh, how he goes about stuff when he messes up. He's just like kind of just, just straight up about it. Yeah. Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World was one of my favorites. Oh, you just had a crush on Topanga. In the day, I did. I mean, it's just true. Not anymore, but it's just true. in the day. It's like Topanga was all of Topanga. Our, it's like the, the female <laughs> equivalent of Jonathan Taylor Thomas for the girls back then. In that time, yeah. you were you mm-hmm. were correct. Yep, that's it. Topanga. And, the, and I also put Everybody Loves Rain. Yeah. I love that show. It was good. So, uh, what what the most, if not all, sitcoms have in common, Caleb? Uh, there's always a lot of relationships in it, I guess. And there is. is. What do you think, Randy? Catchy theme song. Yes, there's both of those things. But they're really focused on relationships, right? Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of relationships and friendships. And I think you'd be hard-pressed, even in Big Bang Theory, to not find that, right? And it exposes what? I would say a need that all of us have, like a longing, a wanting that we all have. And so I want to talk to you about that. And, uh, you know, Hebrews 10, 23 through 25, it says, Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us think uh, of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. So why is it important that we are there for each other? So I just want you to think about that for a second. Why? And the first thing I want to say is the more unified we are, the more powerful we are. So why is there power in numbers, Caleb? I just believe, you know, God created us not to be alone and, and to fight back. You know, you go throughout all of Scripture, and there's always some kind of team form of it. You know, you you look at, I like this story with, like, Gideon. It was a smaller yeah. group, but they conquered so much just being a smaller group. I think when we unify as Christians, especially in the day we live in, because I believe, you know, the, the enemy unifies, too. Yeah. yeah. And we must unify together to conquer that, that kind of, you know, trial. Yeah. So the second thing I want to say, and that's gr- that's good and that's true. We need each other, and the more people, 
I remember is in elementary school, the bigger the crowd, the less likely you were to get bullied, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing in Christianity. The more there are, the more powerful you are. So secondly, we need each other to help us grow. Proverbs 27, 17 speaks this. As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. And then in the same chapter, verse 6, wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. How can your friends help you grow, Caleb? Oh, I just feel like, you know, they all the old saying, you know, you're a product of your environment, who you hang out with. If you're you're hanging out or you're around people that are not for the same cause, especially in Christianity, they will influence you more to the uh, towards another direction. You know, I I think about it in the world we live in. I mean, a lot of people use scripture, what I like to call and what people call like gymnastics around scripture. You yeah. know, if you're around people that say that this sin is okay, yeah, and it makes you start to think, well, maybe they they're my friends, so maybe it is okay. Yeah, but in reality, we do that a lot, I think, as Christians, and we have to surround ourselves with people that are for the same cause as yeah. us and for yeah. the same movement. And if we don't, again, and I said this a lot, but in the world we live in, it's such an influence. Um, and at the same time, being a Christian is, is just as big of an influence. You know, lost people need hope. And yeah. in the world we live in, we need hope. That's good. And uh, my favorite statement with this is, show me your friends and I'll show your future. Oh, yeah. And that explains all that. Which goes to point number three. We need a group of people to celebrate successes and mourn with us through defeats, right? It's, mm-hmm. hard, to, it's hard to go through life without people that support you when things are good and bad right so why is it important to have people who can do this uh with you in life uh i mean it just goes back to the same point it's important to have them when you're going through those struggles because like you said if they can't be with you through the struggle you know and they're only with you through the positive times in life you know should you really be surrounding yourself with those kinds of people probably not no no and so that's what I want to challenge you. <clears throat> Surround yourself with a group of friends that'll help draw you closer to God and things that you should be doing that'll celebrate with you. And a great place to celebrate is the Char Burger. <laughs> they have really wonderful food. They have the Wildcat Burger, Chicken Fingers, Philly Cheese Steaks, and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. And then B&B Video Games is a great place, uh, a great option to celebrate. They got an 80s-style arcade. Who else has that? That's just such a unique, mm-hmm. awesome place. And they have a video game retail store. And that's B&B Video Games. Steven? I've got Lecrae featuring YK Osiris with Set Me Free right here on the Varsity Radio Show. Take the shot, off my feet so I I got two football stories I want to talk about. Former, uh, sorry, Alabama players. Uh, one of them was Derek Henry. I don't know if y'all knew this, and I just found this out. Derrick Henry, there's a graphic. I don't know if you pulled. Yeah, there it is. Right there. I thought this was really cool. Derrick Henry is the only human being to ever walk the earth that rushed for 2,000 yards in a high school season, 2,000 yards in college football season, and 2,000 yards in an NFL season. Wow. Freak. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm a Gators fan, and we, we passed up on him, so, you know. That wasn't a good idea. No, they wanted him to play linebacker. What? Mm. Yeah, they didn't want to take him as a running back. 
He got what <laughs> offensive MVP like of the uh, NFL yeah. last year? Did he not? Uh, if he didn't, I want to sue somebody. <laughs> I mean, uh, some of those videos of him like throwing people—that was my favorite. Uh, and then this morning, this, this came out, and this, this is why me, I wanted to announce it. This one made me sad. They re- have officially released Cam mm-hmm. Newton mm-hmm. and replaced him with Mac Jones. That happened this morning. Yep. ESPN. I got, I got a little sad. ESPN is the one. Are you an Auburn fan? No, but I grew up watching Cam Newton. Okay. Yeah, me too. Cheering against him. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that, but I have heard stories. The reason I popped that up, and I don't know if I put one of these in there. They were talking about, uh, I guess it was a preseason game or something like that, and uh, the offensive line between the, uh, the I want to say the, Jets, somebody, the Giants, I don't know what the teams are, but it was the Patriots and another team. They got in a fight. Belichick made them run, and, like, he was mad. Oh, man. And you know, <laughs> but you know what happened. You know what happened? This is awesome. Uh, Mac Jones ran with him. Like, he didn't have to. He didn't get in trouble, but he had to. Is that Greg Glasscock? Mm-hmm. He's going to be joining us coming up here in three minutes. Fantastic. Yep, Hello, yep. Greg. We're going to let him get on and get settled. Tell us about we'll come the game. to him in just a minute. <clears throat> uh, but that was just such a huge accomplishment because Cam Newton is not, I mean, the things he wears sometimes are a joke. But as a football player, he's not a joke. Like, he's phenomenal. Uh, and so for Mac Jones, as a first year, how many people actually get to start your first year? Especially in the Belichick. NFL. Especially Joe, under Belichick. <laughs> Joe Burrow, yeah. And Tra- is Trevor Lawrence starting? Mm-hmm. They also cut Gardner Minshew. Sunshine. Sunshine. That's all I can think of when I see Trevor Lawrence. Sunshine. Greg! What's up? I love that guy. I love Greg, you too, man. Greg, Greg the man, Glasscock. He is the voice of the Gunnersville Wildcats. I know he ended up being a happy guy at the end of Friday. Yeah, still a lot of work to do, though. <laughs> I saw you at the game, but I didn't get to say hello. I was already in game mode. He, did, he didn't even wave at me. Like he had important <laughs> things to do, like announcing the whole game on live radio. That's not, that's not uh, important. Like you would even act like you knew me. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know I would. I have sat with you at a game. Well, that's true. And my <laughs> yeah, you sure did. I say, see? See, I would associate with you. <laughs> it, yeah, there's nobody else left. That right? is a lie. That's a lie. I love Greg Glasscock. So, Greg, uh, I know you were talk about that big game and uh, any surprises you had, anything that you thought in the middle of that game. Uh, you were at the Arab Gunnersville game. Me and you both were. Uh, right. yeah, any words? Big, boy, I tell you, that was a big game. And as you know, Seth, it was it was a great crowd on both sides from yeah. my vantage point. Um, Great crowd, you know, huge rival. The game really doesn't mean anything as far as playoffs go as region play starts this week. But it was a huge game. It kind of went the way I thought it would. Both teams played extremely hard. I tell you, I got to tip my hat, and I did it in our post game and all throughout the game to that ARAB quarterback, uh, that senior Ed Johnson, the Johnson brothers. I mean, he yeah. ran for over 200 yards, like 38 wow. carries. I mean, it was real frustrating because you pretty much knew what A-Rab was going to do. 
and then it didn't matter. Gunnersville still couldn't stop, but they were fairly one-dimensional from that aspect. And, you know, Gunnersville shot themselves in the foot so much, I think they lost all the toes on one foot and <laughs> several toes on the other foot because there were several times could have put that game away Yeah, really early on, but we got a little fumbleitis during the game. And yep. Let A-Rab stay in the game, and A-Rab's an improved team. They're going to have a pretty good year this year. I was impressed in them. I was going to say that. I, I think you know I'm an A-Rab graduate, but my son goes to Gunnersville now. So, uh, so and I live here. Uh, so it's just hard. It was a hard game for me. Uh, either way, but at the same time, I'll say this. Like, A-Rab shouldn't hang their head on that game. They They gave their all. They really did. No, not at all. And just like Gunnersville, A-Rab will start region play this week. And looking at their region, some of the teams in, I think some of the teams are down just a little bit from the past. Usually the juggernaut in that region is Oxford. Yeah. And Oxford's down a good bit. They've started 0-2. Of course, they played two very good teams, including my my old alma mater. Uh, so, you know, I think A-Rab's going to hold their own. I think there's no doubt they should go to the playoffs. Uh, yeah. They could win a, a game or two in the postseason. thing about A-Rab, though, they're going to have to – I hate to say they're one-dimensional, but they're pretty close to it. Um, they're they're going to have to find a passing game. And, you know, I, I think the quarterback stats in that game against Gunners, well, I think he was like 6 of 19 yeah. with a couple of interceptions. And you know as well as I do because you were there. But they didn't do much in the air. Of course, they felt like they really didn't have to. You know, when you run yeah. for as many yards as they did. But as they go further in the season and especially into the playoffs, they're going to have to find a better mix of the run and the pass to be successful. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Give me two or three big games this week. What are the big games this week? Well, I tell you, starting region play, Gunners will, you know, has really started with a tough schedule, that debacle down in Montgomery against a very good Hanley team and tough ARAB team. They start region play this year on the road in, in Coleman County this week against Fairview. Fairview has started 2-0. and They won 56-28 last week at Vinemont, and then before that they beat DAR. So uh, they've got their quarterback returning and at least one of their running backs. They put up a lot of points. Of course, they give up a lot of points. Uh, who knows? We could have a shootout Friday night in Coleman County, but that's going to be a tough game. I tell you, Douglas has a chance of starting out 3-0. and They go to Sardis. I know Sardis is struggling this year a little bit. Uh, that'd be big for the Eagles to start off the season 3-0 and because after this week, their next two games are against Fairview and Gunnersville. Mm-hmm. So that'll be, that'll be getting test. tougher for Douglas. And then um, let's see, who else have we got? Boaz and Crossville are playing this week. Boaz has gotten off to a good start. Crossville lost a heartbreaker at home to Collinsville 21-20 last Friday. Mm. A game that had several lightning delays. And then uh, also staying in the county, Albertville has their first home game against uh, Sparkman. They have back-to-back home games the next two weeks with Sparkman and Florence. And uh, I'm afraid it's going to continue to be tough sledding in 7A for the Aggies. Um, you know, they had their bye week last week, which I would rather have a bye week later in the year instead of playing a game. And then you've yeah. got an open week already. Of course, it might have been at a good time for A-Rab. I mean, excuse me, Albert Bull. 
of course, I've talked to some Albert Bull people, and they've kidded with me. They said it doesn't matter when their open week is. Huh. Uh, they're not. They don't have a lot of high expectations. Which I mean, seven A is a whole different world. Yes. And they start region play seven A this week, so it, it'll be tough for them. But who knows? I mean, that's why you. That's why you play the game. Yeah. Wow. Well, Greg, I think that's incredible information, and I. I tell you what team's surprising me right now, and they did this last year. I think they went 4-0 before they started losing. The Douglas Eagles, like, they are doing really good. Yeah, they did. They started off real good last year, and then, you know, when they got in the tougher part of their schedule, they kind of finished around around 500 or so. But I tell you, that team is going to continue to improve, and like I said, maybe on this show last week, you have to have continuity at coach. Yeah. And I think Coach Lyles is going to do that. And Coach Mitchell coming over from Albertville being a Douglas graduate and his yeah. family going to Douglas and teaching there and all. I, I really think, you know, if people give them time, which I think they will, because I lived in Douglas for quite a few years when I first moved to Marshall County. And I tell you, on football Fridays, you roll up the sidewalks. And everybody's at Arthur Jarvis Stadium. Nobody's anywhere else in Douglas. But it doesn't matter if they're ten and zero or zero and ten. Everybody's yeah. at football stadium. So they're going to get better, and they're going to continue now to compete with the likes of the Gunnersville's and Boazes and all. It might take a while. Yeah. You know, I don't expect Douglas to beat either one of those teams this year. Of course, you never know. But it's going to take time because you know. When you have a coach every couple of years, that that hurts. The kids get deflated. You know, your numbers go down on your roster and stuff. So you, they're really building from scratch. I feel like, and they're they're coming along, and I think they're going to be just fine. Wow. Well, Greg, I can't thank you enough for coming on this show. Sure thing. Anytime. I enjoy it. Man, you're fantastic, and you called that game wonderfully. Well, thank you very much. I'm looking forward to this Friday night. Maybe the Wildcats will get off to a 1-0 start in region play. Yeah, we hope so. It's good to see you, man. Good to see you too, buddy. Talk to you later, Greg. All right, y'all take care. Bye. All right, bye-bye. So, Brindley Mountain, what's the schedule? Uh, right now, you know, we're canceled. We had to cancel last week, and we're canceling this week against, uh, I think we were playing Sylvania this week. So, I believe we're going to be opening up with uh, coming back from quarantine against a, a tough Fife, you know, I think Fife might be five. a little, little down. Really? But that's still uh, Fife. It's Fife. You know, down for Fife is probably not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be interesting. Five. What blows my mind, I'm not hating on Brindley Mountain. I Fife every year. Like, as long as I can remember, like 20, 20 years, they, every year, I'm like, how? In such a small place, do you produce teams like that? That coach, they you know, there's stories of just the his philosophy, and he's a God fearing man, and he, that's, he that's they said awesome. he puts God fearing kids on the field, and yeah. you know he holds to tra- tradition and bringing up those young guys. They talk about how you know those young guys merge, but those older guys are leaders, and they're able to influence them. So it's just a continuation, you know, a yeah. cycle of producing. You know, the next guy, and they're not always real, real big. Yeah. But the thing is, they will get after it, and they will fight, and they're going to... Have, like, a Nick Saban kind of flaw. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't... They do it every year. Mm-hmm. Like, 
crazy. Mm-hmm. We got to interview them. Stephen, didn't we interview them this last year? They won the football and the basketball championship. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. That was insane. Which I know their basketball was growing because it was down. You know, when I was a senior, I played at Brindley, and we we beat Fife, um, which is I mean we were a pretty That's good awesome. team. But yeah. you know, I know they it's were because you were on the team, Caleb. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> the Michael Jordan of Brindley Mountain. I can name a bunch of other players ahead of me on that one. <laughs> That's funny. So Caleb, guys, just. Out of information, Caleb is helping coach the Brindley Mountain I Lions. I am. I'm linebacker and receiver coach. Oh. The fun positions. He's helping my coach, was my coach, Keith Garner. Oh, amazing man. Great he man. Is. Oh, my gosh. He's a he's wonderful. He's what Brindley's needed, someone that's come in there and cared about them and, and wants to change the culture yeah. of, of the school. And I think having him in this leg of his career – is so key, and it's going to be key um, for future because that's the big thing is wanting to change the culture, and I think he's the perfect guy for it, and he's perfect for us younger coaches that are in there. Um, we actually have another guy that played at Brindley, Colby Durham, who's actually on coaching staff now with us, and he was a wow. phenomenal, if not one of the best players to ever play at Brindley. A great during times where they were playing, you know, the carry-ons and stuff of the yeah. world. Yeah. So. Uh, big teams played with Stephen Clark that was there. I mean, he came from a Tom Brindley when football was – there might have been losses, but he's been a part of wins. But it wasn't these, you know, tough games that, you know, you're getting beat pretty bad in. Yeah. Wow. Awesome, man. Well, is it fun to be on a coaching staff? It is. It's a great learning experience. It's a learning experience for sure. Uh, figuring out stuff I didn't know. Uh, just a little, the logistics of things. It's 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 enjoyable. Though. It's it's rewarding as well. You know, being in youth ministry as well. I look at that as youth ministry. Some of these yeah. kids, what they grow up in, and being a part of a process like like football that teaches you not just the sport but life. I mean, football's. I think people lose that aspect to it, knowing that that football was teaching you life. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but you also do, and we joked about this just on a phone call today. Uh, Caleb is in school suspension teacher. Yes. Yeah. And actually, um, I've actually changed positions. Uh, Colby is going to be the new ISS guy, and I will be subbing at the school. So I'll still be involved um, with the school. But, yeah, it was interesting being a part of that. It for yeah. sure was. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Varsity Athlete Interview. Today, I'm excited to introduce you to, I believe, one of the greatest coaches he won't say he is in Marshall County, if not one of the best in the state, and he has produced many, many, many very successful athletes, Uh, and he has been on our show live in the studio before, but I asked him a few weeks ago, I asked him to come on here. Uh, He has had more athletes become state champions since then, and so... Chris, how did you get involved in track and field and stuff like that? Well, you know, while I was in high school, it was uh, about the only, I'm going to say, sport that I could consider myself decent at. I wasn't very big to play football, wasn't very good at uh, basketball, became manager and Yes. Uh, you know, with track, with track, it's one of those things. It's what you put into it. It's what you're going to get out. And 
So that, that's how I, I initially got involved and then uh, asking my high school coach uh, right after while I was in college if I could help out. He said, sure. And, you know, 21 years later, still still hanging around. Wow. Wow. Well, hey, Coach, um, what's been the most rewarding thing you've, you've done just in coaching-wise? What's been something that you've seen uh, that's just made you say, hey, this is, this is why I do it. This is what it's all about. Uh, the most rewarding's probably been some of those uh, athletes that have came through that, you know, maybe their reputation uh, with the teachers was, you know, that this, this kid stays in a lot of trouble. I don't know how they're going to, uh, you know, do for you or maybe other sports of, they just didn't gel with with the, the team atmosphere, uh, and coming out with us, they've they've been able to have that success and you know have that identity for themselves and not depend on somebody else. What do you think y'all do that makes that difference, Chris? That changes that that those kind of kids. Well, you know, my whole the way I look at it, and, and you know, the last time Seth we were on on the show a couple of years ago talked about the process yeah. uh, and and the process is is each individual uh, yeah. it is team team wise but individually it's I, I like using over in Hebrews where it talks about faith faith is things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen yeah uh, there's things unseen in each athlete's life uh, that only they know about and sometimes there's things that they don't know that they have in that that helps make them a success. Wow. Awesome. Well tell me give me some of those kids. Maybe not like give me some of the kids that you've coached that you just like you you really like you saw maybe you started and you're like, I don't know, but then they ended up doing some really incredible things and you were just <laughs> glad that you invested in them. Yeah, you know, one that particularly comes to mind is a young man named Seth Emmenager, uh, the the counselor over at the high school that was a freshman counselor at the time had, had called, said, Coach, I, I got a guy I want you to come meet. Uh, he was he's a tiny guy, couldn't play uh, football, couldn't play basketball just based off his size. Yeah. Uh, came out during, during indoor track, couldn't even run a straightaway. Wow. Uh, that was his freshman year, and by the time he graduated, uh, he had got his grade point average up. He had struggled early on in school uh, and ended up signing uh, track scholarship cross country with University of Mobile. So, wow, uh, that that's one of those successes. Hmm. Oh, that's that's awesome. So I know you kind of already answered this, but what's uh, what is your if you had to put it in a nutshell? What is your coaching philosophy? Love them. Let them know that you know we're going to be. We're going to be a little tough on you at times, but I'm, I'm not that uh, in-your-face, down-your-throat type guy. Uh, just trust what we're trying to do, and if you buy into the program, uh, you'll have some success. Man, awesome. I like that. <laughs> so uh, what are the things, like events, that y'all look forward to every every year? Like, what are the big events that you seem to like? You, you just – you spend extra time getting ready for it. You really try to motivate the teenagers or, or your athletes to want to do better at. 
Uh, well, right right now, uh, I guess the pride that the athlete should have is, you know, during cross country, we get to host a meet in, in October, the first weekend in October. Uh, last year, there was like 42, 43 teams wow. uh, there. And then uh, this past spring, we, we finally got to host home track meets. So putting that work in that uh, it's a special time for the athletes to be able to compete at home. Uh, to have their fans or, or their friends be able to come out and support them, uh, because you know, unlike football or basketball, we don't we don't get a whole lot of uh, fanfare anywhere else we go. Yeah. So uh, when you're getting athletes ready, like uh, I, I say this with every event, everybody has nerves, right? Like they they go through the butterflies and the issues. What do you? What are the kind of things that you do maybe in practice or during a game? To help people deal with those emotions. Uh, during cross country, it's um, one of those things on Friday. If we have the meet on Saturday, we'll we'll kind of simulate some starts yeah. uh, to get the first hundred meters, hundred yards of a race in, uh, just so they they know what to expect. Uh, our group this year in cross country is so young uh i think we've only got about six out of 22 runners that's ever competed in a cross-country meet wow up until last weekend so uh the the other thing is whether it's track or whether it's cross-country is you know trust your training know that you're prepared what you do every day nothing nothing's really going to be any different uh, you are going to be nervous but if if you trust the training you're going to be fine wow and I guess a lot of those nerves go away right after you start, right? It does for a lot. Uh, and as soon as those nerves go away, you, you find a lot of them getting in that comfort zone of what they need to do. Uh, and then if they still have nerves at the end, uh, you can tell because they, they got that little bit extra to finish up with. <laughs> That's good. So uh, how do you... Um, how do you had something in my head and it slipped i hate it when that does uh how do you get these kids to keep uh, what do you call it best time you know when you're competing with yourself your all-time best uh how do you yes. continue to get them to compete with themselves to be better from week to week you know with cross country we set end of the year goal Okay. Uh, and at the beginning of the season, we, we evaluate where we're at. Uh, this past week, we, we had a meet in Scottsboro. First time we've got to run a 5K this year. Uh, so some of our returners, we were able to find out where they were at based off humidity, figure in the 10% factor of fall off uh, and say, okay, we're here. This is where we're going. And then we'll set individual weekly goals based off where we're going to run uh, at track. Uh, it, it's a little different. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, there's so many in groups. They have workout times. They have an end of year goal. And it's compete with each other to try yeah. and hit the workout times. What are the rewards for <clears throat> accomplishing those goals? Or do y'all have any? I used to give out candy bars. You know. Uh, but but what, I, what I found out the year I think we had about 160 out is uh, candy bars got pretty expensive. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> A hundred and sixty? We had a hundred and sixty kids about four years ago. Good not. Wow. We're nowhere near we're nowhere near that now, but 
uh, you know, that, that was something that it gave them a little extra in, incentive. Um, but, you know, we with with large numbers, you know, it, it's a little tough to give out individual awards because you find so many that, that excelled from week to week. Yeah. Wow. So what would you tell me uh, about a few of your most memorable seasons or your most memorable years uh, and what made them special? Uh, you know, one of them that comes to mind was 2006, uh, the spring of 2006, I believe it was. Uh, we were at Oak Mountain for the state track meet, and uh, we had a relay group, a girls group. Um, they were they were in the 4x400 relay, probably my my favorite event in track because it, it takes four tough people, uh, four tough individuals to run it. And, uh, our last leg, she was a senior. Her name was Keelan Blue. Uh, she got the baton, and she was in second place, probably about 50 to 75 meters behind UMS Wright. Uh, and as she got the baton, the announcer was making, you know, the announcement that UMS Wright was in the lead. They were uh, on pace to break the state record, and here they come. And uh, Keelan actually just walked them down. Uh, this young lady and beat her at the line and not only won won the race but set a new state record that it held all the way until 2019 that that's incredible that's incredible Mm -hmm. wow well tell us another one of those moments uh you know another one was probably uh indoor uh 2019 uh sam moultrie he had been you know bridesmaid and in third place in the 1600 and the 32 and indoor and outdoor uh and it's probably the the first meet that his mom had had not been able to be there and and he he comes off and pulls pulls out the 3200 state state championship wow that's the picture we have isn't it uh, the picture you've got is Leighton Group from 2018 okay. when the team won the championship. Wow. Uh, that, that that was a pretty special year, too. Um, you know, that's probably the most stressed out I've ever been in my life uh, <laughs> was was that day. A uh, lot, of, lot of things happening, uh, trying to keep the team focused. Wow. He's telling these stories like it's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> State championships and... <laughs> We had this state champion and this state championship. I told you, he's the most humble guy. Chris, you're so humble. You're you're incredible. What'd you say? I'm just glad my memory still works. Oh, you know, I guess that's the real winner today, your memory. It is. You know, uh, as, as he was talking about uh, Coach Garner, you know, I, I remember my high school track coach became head football coach at New Hope wow. in 2010. And and one of the last couple of years that he was at New Hope, Coach Garner was, I think, his offensive coordinator. Mm, wow. So I, I kind of got to know Coach Garner a little bit uh, as I'd go over and speak to the football team. And I'll tell you, there, there's a memory that when they were together, I think it was at North Sand Mountain uh, game, pretty big region game. And uh, I heard earlier y'all were talking about lightning delays. I don't think that game started until 1030 at night. Ooh. 
That's that's terrible. <laughs> Torrential rains. It, it was crazy. That's almost like let's just wait till tomorrow. This <laughs> 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 is crazy. See you, see you on tomorrow morning. <laughs> as as it was raining, uh, I was in their locker room with them, which wasn't much of a locker room that night, and. Uh, they said, are you going to stay for the game or are you going to go home? I said, I drove 70 miles to watch y'all play. I'm going to watch you play. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's awesome. That is. I was on Coach, I was on coach Garner's football team. Uh, I was definitely a bench guy. You know, it was it was my junior year. Yeah. <laughs> He's raising his hand. I, it was my junior year, and I had gotten ba- better from my junior to senior year, but I took a youth pastor job, and he told this story when he was sitting in here. Uh, I walked into his office just to say, hey, I'm going to quit football, and he said, I was ready to let you have it. Like, let you, <laughs> like I was going to get you. He said, and then you said, but I'm going to be a youth pastor at church. He said, how am I supposed to get mad at him? <laughs> I can't tell the kid not to go into ministry. <laughs> that, that's, that's, kind, that's kind of like all, all these kids. They, they'll they come up to me, especially during track season or, or indoor when uh, winter fest and all that's going on. They're like, coach, I'm not going to be here because we got church camp or what. And I'm like, why are you afraid to tell me that? I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. That's one I'm good with. Yeah. Now, if you if you're going camping and doing some other things you shouldn't, that's where I got the problem. Yeah, you're good with the church camp though. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, so you've been a something coach. good's coming out of that. Yeah, there's a lot of good. So, tw- <laughs> so you've been coaching for 21 years. 21 years. Wow started started my first year in college that's so that's so awesome it's that's a legacy mm-hmm. i like hearing him talking like oh, yeah in this state champion and then we <laughs> <laughs> and he's not even bragging it's, it's <laughs> no. just, he's just awesome uh but anyway we got a minute and 30 so what do you do okay do you have an off se- you have an off season what do you do for fun uh i have the month of june uh, and yeah, the, the fun, fun. <laughs> the, the the fun includes mowing the yard and cooking. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but you can't wait to get to July. On that. <laughs> hey, I guess you get a lot of joy out of coaching, though, don't you? I do. I do. Yeah. As, as I as I used to tell uh, Mr. Stanton when he was superintendent, when it becomes a job, I'm done with it. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. That's awesome. That's true. That's how ministry should be, oh, Caleb. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. But yeah, that's exciting. And so so it's still fun to you. It is. It is. You know, for uh for about six or seven years I was uh, youth director at church we used to go to, so I believe uh, that. that that was kind of the same it. way. As long as as long as there's something good coming out of it, and it doesn't feel like a job, like you just said, that's that's how it should be. Uh, but Chris, tell me some of the things that y'all do in practice to make it fun for the athletes. That I mean, you if you got 160 kids coming to be on your team, you've done something right. How do you how do you attract kids like that? <laughs> Uh, you know, some, sometimes it's just by word of mouth. Yeah. Uh, other kids enjoying uh, 
they they talk about you know the the one thing that i hear common is practice might not be totally fun but the meets is where the fun's at Mm. uh and you know as, as those kids hear that then they they start coming out uh one of the things we do and you know, it's probably not popular a lot of places is um uh, I'm, I'm a deal maker every now and then uh, so if it's a tough day tough workout uh I, i'm i will and deal with with some of the workouts uh, sometimes i'll break out the dice and say hey whatever your goal is how many heels you have to run after practice or mm-hmm. how many how many sit-ups you have to do how many push-ups so uh, try to make it fun, things like that. Of course, it, it's not every day we make deals, but uh, days that that we can afford it. Uh, hopefully, that that brings a little bit of fun to the to the term of track and field when everybody says it's all about running. It's awesome. So, <clears throat> coach, I just had a coming from a guy that's just now getting into coaching. What is a what is one of the most challenging things that you go through as a coach with a student? And then how do you combat that? How do you fix that issue? How do you help that how you help that athlete? Yeah, well, you know, one of the challenging things especially for me. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not a teacher, so I'm not at the school every day. So there's a lot of things about a lot of the athletes that that I don't really know about them. Um I have to learn through the season, you know, how is their home life and things like that. And sometimes, you know, you're, you're a little tough on somebody because maybe they miss practice. But then when you learn about the home life and the situation they're in, uh, you learn that you, you got to have compassion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you can have compassion with them, uh, you'll find out that, you know, as, as the old saying goes, they'll run through a brick wall for you if, if they know you're there and you've got their back. Mm. That's good. It is. I like that. So, uh, a little turn to make it more fun. So, Chris, what do you do for fun when you're not doing track? Well, right right now it's uh, not not a whole lot. <laughs> uh, you know, I, when when I'm not doing track, I'm working. It seems like so. Yeah. Uh, you know. My son, he's running for me now, so nice. uh, you know he likes he likes going to play top golf. I used to be a pretty big bowler, uh, and that's what I would do in, in all of my spare time was was bowl. But uh, now it's just pretty much hang hang out with my wife and hang out with my son. So so, Coach Bashaw, what would you say? What was your high score in bowling? That's I did bowl a three hundred one what? time. Uh, <laughs> Don't play Coach Bashaw. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, it wasn't in league play. So, uh, but in, in league play, I, I've bowled two ninety. Man, just you just you had just two ninety. It was a bad day at the office. Casual warm up two ninety. That's right, two ninety. No big deal. Wow, that's yeah, amazing. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll say this: when 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 I bowled that, I, I you know I was on a team that if, if I didn't bowl good, I was going to be last on my team every every match or every game. So wow, uh, you know you had to come with your A game every, every time, and and it was a mixed gender uh, team: two ladies, two men. So when when the two ladies is averaging two hundred plus a game, you, you better come with it. <laughs> I think you came with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you were there. Uh, so, 
what would you say? Can you know? Because over time, funny things happen to us. Just things we don't expect to happen. We call those moments embarrassing moments or funny moments. Can you tell us a few of those things that have happened to you that just they were hilarious? You can't believe it happened during practice. Uh, it could have been on the bus. It could have been at a meet. So. Yeah, so, so long about 2002 or 2003, uh, I, I always keep that mindset of, you know, you're only as old as you think you are. Hmm. Uh, and e- even in 2003, you know, I was only about 21 years old, and we had a 4 by 100 relay team that uh, was trying to practice handoffs. And uh, one of the relay members, his name is Scott Bodine, love him death, uh, he was in the locker room. He thought he was done. And I said, I'll fill in for Scott. So as I'm going <laughs> to try and get the handoff, pretty much I look like I'm Superman laid out on the track trying to give a handoff. <laughs> and that was before the track was rubber and it's still that smooth concrete. Uh, so I, I'll put it this way. I, I had a track rash all over uh, my chest and my arms. So. That was probably one of the the most embarrassing times ever, uh, especially in front of the kids. That sounds painful. <laughs> Jeez, it was painful. Wow, I've not done I've not done handoffs since. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most embarrassing thing you've seen one of your track athletes do? Oh. Uh, that's that's got to be Josiah Reigns. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's it's not even I can't even talk about it on on facebook live he i I just put this this way he he received the unsung hero award at the end of the year left it all out so okay with that what kind of awards do you hand out at the end of the year uh so we typically give out an mvp uh or mvp is going to be your your person whether it's in cross country that finishes the highest at the state meet or and outdoor track scores the most points at the state meet. Uh, we give out a most dedicated, which in my opinion uh, is probably one of the most prestigious ones because that, that means, you know, you're either there every day or the, you show something that shows you're, you're the uh, dedicated to the program and to your team. Uh, uh, we give out a new cat award uh cross country it's just a new cat and then outdoor track it's uh, the kevin yoder new cat of the year award for the boys uh he was a young man that that pole vaulted for us uh passed away in an auto accident in 2012 mm. and then uh the girls new cat award is named for brantley campbell uh her brother ran for us and, uh she passed away in an atv accident when she was in third grade mm. <clears throat> But and those those two are very special awards as well for those yeah. that receive those. Well, let me ask you this. This is the last thing I want to ask. If there are teenagers or, or kids in uh, high school, junior high, that are interesting track, tell them why they should run track. Why should a student run track or cross country or any of those events? Yeah, so... You know, cross country is uh, one of those sports that's probably one of the sports for you. Uh, you can set that goal for yourself and, you know, go after it every week. It, it's just setting another goal. Uh, outdoor track and even indoor track, uh, that, that's where you find that 
it's not just one social group inside the school. Uh, you get every social group there is. You've got football players, you've got basketball players, volleyball players, every, uh, I guess, walks of life in high school. Uh, you've got the ones that, you know, maybe might be loners uh, yeah. at school that nobody has anything to do with. Uh, and when they come to outdoor, you know, by the time the season's over, people's t taking them under their wing and, wow. you know, included them. Wow. That's awesome. So join track, especially if you're from Gunnersville. This guy will be your coach. Uh, mm -hmm. Chris Bashaw, the man, incredible coach, incredible guy. Thank you so much for being on our show today. I appreciate the invite. Uh, yeah, you come out for outdoor track, you get to put up with Coach Sales, and uh, we we got Miss Kate Watt that's joining us this year. So uh, there's there's about five or six coaches that uh, one one of us you'll get stuck with full time, but I, I promise you we'll love you. Oh, that's fantastic, Coach Bashaw. Thank you so much. We appreciate you and all that you do. All right, thank you. Talk to you later. Hey, let's tell them about some uh, Charburger, shall we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Charburger. That's, that's the coach in your life that you never want to let go right there. <laughs> the the Wildcat Burger, Chicken Fingers, Philly Cheesesteak, Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. That's the Charburger. And then there's B&B Video Games. It's 80-style arcade in Albertville, Alabama. Uh, it's right by the Pizza Hut. Uh, you pay once, you play all day. It's a really cool place, B&B Video Games. And we'll be giving away a five-person all-day pass to B&B Video Games coming up on yeah. Freestyle. So coming very <laughs> soon. Stick around. Yes, sir. 88.5 JFM is WJ. You know what, guys? I think the best I ever did was... A hundred something? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Like, like one fifty maybe. Yeah. One fifty maybe. <laughs> maybe. I think one fifty is my day where I'm just on fire. I was yeah. living on a prayer too. That was. Was he not incredible? Yeah. He. he I'm ready was, to run track for him. Yeah. After all that. He is amazing. He has turned out. He's like Nick Saban. He's turned out state athlete uh, champions. Uh, he's pretty inc incredible. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> I made a new word. <laughs> but anyway, we we got a few more stories to cover before. Well, when's freestyle? Next. Next. We'll just go into freestyle. Minute 28. Uh, anyway, I appreciate him. He he never had Zoom, and he did that for us. So Yeah. Yeah. I know it blotched up, but you could hear what he said. Mm -hmm. Man. I wish he was my coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's something when we're in here in the varsity, we'll have certain coaches. I'll be like, man, I wish I had that guy in my corner in high school. <laughs> yeah, like in seriousness, like they are incredible. Mm -hmm. So, Caleb, I want you to name your child Batmobile. You know, something like that. What do you mean, Batmobile? Or oh, yeah, it has to be his name in there somehow. So what, Bridge? That's true. A daughter to call London. Bridge. London Bridge. Yeah. Yes. That would work. <laughs> London Bridge. <laughs> Bridge. Bridge. Okay. Bridge is a good name. I like that. This is this is a good track. I like where we're going here, Stephen. <laughs> mm. Fuller House. Yeah. 
It's time for the Varsity Freestyle. And that sound right there, as you've already heard the number, means it's your time to call in and win something. We want to give it away. And I'm going to go with question number one. So what I'll do is I'll ask a question you'll call in and answer. If you get it right, we'll ask you two more questions. You'll get those right. We'll fight for you. We will help you. And you could be on your way to a wonderful weekend at B&B Video Games right by the Pizza Hut. <laughs> uh, and it is fantastic. So let me ask you this question. Question number one. True or false? The color orange is named after the fruit. The color orange is named after the fruit. Want to be on the radio? Call us now at 256-505-0885. I'm not going to tell you the answer, but what do you think? I don't know. You got a 50-50 answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. But. True or false? Mm, false. I'm saying false, too. Well, Steven's seen the answer. It was, yeah. The color was named after the fruit? Yes. Okay, yeah, false. Is that true or false? It's got to be false. Yeah. Okay. I like the color came about first. Yeah. And then they named the fruit. It's like the chicken or the egg, which came first, the <laughs> color of the fruit. Oh. Ah, <laughs> see what I did there? We're so excited to have a Frank the Man Fuller. Aren't you in Texas? Are you in Texas right now? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He is a dedicated listener to the show. He's clutch. And today, I believe you're going to be clutch again, Frank. Because we're going to ask you three questions. You know how the game goes. You've played before. Question. Oh, yeah, I've played a couple times. Question number one. True or false? The color orange is named after the fruit. I'm going to say true. And you would be correct. Ooh. As my two co-hosts like over here failed miserably. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay, Frank. Now, this is close to you. Area 51 is located in which U.S. state? New Mexico. It starts with an N, but it's not oh, New Mexico. Yes, well, Nevada. New Mexico likes aliens, too. It's, who does? New, New Mexico New Mex- likes aliens, also. Okay, yeah. I figured you Boswell. were out in that area right now. Uh, and then, last but not least, who is depicted on the U.S. $100 bill? That's Jackson, isn't it? No. Try again. No, wait. Hold on. Got electrocuted with a cut. Well, it's got, got electricity. Franklin. Yes, Benjamin Franklin. Sorry, I haven't seen one of those in a while. <laughs> that was a good response. Well, it's, it's good to have you, Frank. You always make this show better, and you have won, my friend. I, I like the enthusiasm. I wish Josiah Reigns would have called in and we could have talked about that incident. <laughs> Frank, you still there? So what are you doing right now, Frank? Delivering propane. Well, that's fun. How close to Louisiana? I got about I got about five miles to go. How close to all that devastation in Louisiana have you been? Uh, about eight hundred miles. Okay, so you haven't you haven't traveled back and forth yet? Uh, I don't. I stay in West Texas. Okay, 
gotcha. left left Texas. I like that. I just got a visual image of where that is when he said that. Left Texas. Which to give you a better visual, I was in New Mexico twenty minutes ago. Oh, okay. So that's why you said New Mexico. So Yeah, pretty much. Well Frank, I so what what we look at New Mexico I'm map. Just We're looking, looking to, see where, to see where he is. Yeah. What city are you in, Frank? If you look at if you're looking at the map, go to Texas and I am in Pecos, P E C O S. Pecos. Okay. Give me just a second. Load it. On I twenty. Google Earth. Pecos. Hey, I see Spain. It'll oh. be a little town in a big nowhere. <laughs> We're looking at it now. We're triangula triangulating Pecos. your location. We have found you. <laughs> what is that translated into? Pecos. Actually, I got to do is ask Randy. He can track me on his phone. Oh, cool. Yeah. Largest city in the county seat of Reeves County. There you are. I see 22. Mm-hmm. Show enough? Nothing but dirt. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Yep. Have, have fun out there and stay safe, man. Flat as the far as the eye can see. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. <laughs> Thank you, Frank. Good to talk to you, man. Bye, Dad. You too, buddy. <laughs> Bye, buddy. I think Josiah Reigns actually responded to my statement on Facebook <laughs> Live. He did. Just uh, the story has been buried very deep. <laughs> oh, that uh, the track story from earlier. Josiah, we got time. You should know. call in. Our number is two five six five zero five zero eight eight five. I hadn't talked to you in a while. He actually he's working with your daughter, isn't he? Uh, what? Playing piano or voice? Or oh something no, like yeah, that? she did uh, vocals. Yeah, vocals. voice with him uh, in July. Yeah. yeah, it's been a little while. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's Josiah right there, Josh Rain's brother. Yeah, so. Josiah, the phone line's open if you want to call, man. Yeah, we would love to talk to you. Again, it's 256-505-0885. The way he zooms that camera out, you look like Ricky. It's like, it's getting, <laughs> you're getting you, a tear. Yeah, you, I, I am. <laughs> I love Ricky, but I'm like seeing it. Gotta lose something. I don't know why. I think it's, it's gone now. And it's gone. I was looking at you here. You can see it right there. Oh. Magnified. Oh, anytime anybody touches this table, you're you're there. He is bounces. All right, I think. Hello, hi. Is this Josiah? <laughs> sure is. God bless America. <laughs> I am so happy you called Josiah. It's been a while since we've hung out, man. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I, I thought we'd bring up old times. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're on Facebook Live, we wanted you we wanted your side of the story. So Well, you know, it, it was a regular season like uh like any other season, you know? Yeah. Out there being athletes, doing what we do, working yeah. hard. Yeah. And uh you know, and 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 and, 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 and you know, it was a uh, it was an interesting day for me, and the way it started, you know, if you want to hear the story, you know, the way it started was uh, I in high school when I when I competitively ran, I uh, didn't eat anything. Okay. So it never made any sense for what was going to occur that day. Oh. So I don't eat before my races. 
Yeah. At all. I okay. Don't eat nothing. Uh, so you know, I, you know, Coach Bass was talking about how people get nervous, and I was one of those guys that get nervous. I'd get super nervous. I'd be nervous in the race, after the race. I'd, I'd be nervous the whole day. Um. So we're at Arab. It's junior season. Yeah. And uh, everybody, you know, does their, their pre-race stuff. My pre-race was stretch, run, use the bathroom, stretch again, start the race. Uh, nice. Well, Good strategy. Right. Yeah, I mean, then it worked. I got to about mile one. We were running the A-Rab course. I got to about mile one, and I told myself, we had the strategy. We're focused on the strategy that we're going to run this race. We're going to place our runners and then we you know we we were we were ready and i said man i have to use the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) i thought i knew where this was going (laughs) yeah i gotta use the bathroom i said there's no way i was like you know you know you know what and the athlete in me said just keep going (laughs) just keep going it's fine i suppressed it and with anything in life you shouldn't suppress i mean you just (laughs) oh so I'm running, and I, I, I mean, I remember it visually. I got to, I got to the, I mean, there was 800 meters, mile and a half. I mean, and I'm like, there's no way. So we're we're, we're coming up on the two mile mark. Yeah. Um, just I think we just got out of the woods, and we're coming up through that way, and there's a hill, and I said, if if if, if I push up this hill. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> so I just, I was like, I kind of looked around. I, who I was really looking for was Coach Bashaw to make sure he didn't see me start to slow down. Yeah. And I was like, okay, if I slow down now, get, you know, get my grounds under me, and then at the end I can finish strong and everything will be okay. Well, what happens? Here comes this little Albertville kid, Arturo Ramos, running behind me. And then out of nowhere, here comes. Coach Bashaw, you can't let him pass you. You can't let him pass you. We're going to win. <laughs> I was like, this is what? And so now I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I'm not trying, you know, when you're turtling, you're turtling. You know, when you got to go, you got to go. So <laughs> it is 800 meters left. And. The 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 800 meter mark at that park runs right beside the road, and it's the hill is it, it goes up and down, and and I just hear Coach Bashaw, he's running. And I've never seen you. You also see Coach Beck Chris when he's running at a cross country meet. It's like he's 20 again. I mean, he comes out of nowhere. He is sprinting, high knee in through grass. You gotta go. You gotta push. And what I do is I'm I, seeing tap, this. <laughs> I tap my hip. I tap my hip. I said, and he said, no, you know, I heard, no no cramps. You got it. Just push through it. There's 800 meters. He didn't understand what I was trying to communicate. I was trying to communicate something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's right at this 800 meter mark, and I just told myself, you know what? There's just me. God <laughs> and the finish, okay? Look, no one's going to judge me, maybe. Uh, <laughs> so you know what? And uh, I remember that day, 
I put on a specific pair of of tights. So they were on pretty good. Oh, said, man. You got to do it. So I cleared my mind. And what happened after? I just said, nope, nope. And I just let it all go. Oh. <laughs> it was a, a flood. And I just, oh. I took off. I took off. I, I finished the race. I even, I even, there's an A-Rack kid who I really wanted to beat too. I jumped across the finish line, had blood on my knees. It was crazy. So I had blood on my knees and number two in my pants. Oh, wow. <laughs> not, not a good time. I, I was gone for about an hour in the bathroom trying to get myself situated. And then I come back. I don't have no clothes to wear. I did the best I could in the sink, so I don't have a shirt on. And I have my girdle on. Oh, and, and Coach Moultrie's like, hey, whoa, whoa, Josiah, you, you know, you're basically naked. <laughs> I said, I, I can't help it. I don't know. I don't got no clothes. And then I have to tell her the story. And then you got three of the other teammates telling them the story. Here comes Coach Bashaw running up all excited because we just won by, like, two placements. Wow. I mean, it was crazy. Um, and I tell Coach Bashaw, and he's like, you're kidding me. And I said, no, Coach. They said, that's a way to push through, you know. That's a way to <laughs> and it was just, it was just. He a pushed a lot time. of things that day. <laughs> it, it was, it was very eventful. Um, and then I, I did receive an unsung hero award for my, uh, my actions that day. Your bravery. <laughs> Your bravery. Uh, yes, it was, uh, it was, it was definitely, a, that's definitely a blast from the past. <laughs> wow. So many puns in this conversation. <laughs> Coach said, did say. Josiah, we salute you. <laughs> I don't know what else to say after that. Yeah, that, that's, that's, yeah a lot of people don't know, don't know how, to, how to come back on that one. <laughs> did they uh, find you some clothes? I, I, I ended up obtaining a pair of sweatpants. I don't know where I got them from. They were laying there, so they would put on me some sweatpants. Wow. Thank God. So, it ended up being an okay day. <laughs> It, it was, hey, we, we you know, first time winning county, it was worth it. Wow. You know, so. That's dedication. That's what I like about you, Josiah, that dedication. <laughs> wow. I was doing some research recently because I, I was I was wondering, because I saw a story similar to, similar to this, and I found out that having a movement like that while you're running is kind of a rite of passage for a lot of marathon runners, and I had no idea wow. that was the case. I didn't know that. But have you heard that before, Josiah? I have not. Yeah, it's like a rite of passage. It, it's you survive. It's something that you look forward to in your running career, and it's. Look forward to. I don't. I don't understand why either, but for some reason, like you said, you sped up, didn't you? <laughs> One of the reasons oh, I don't run marathons. One of a hundred. <laughs> so next time, eat crystals. Eat crystals before you go. Oh and, my God! <laughs> you would be ruined. <laughs> but man, you would you be imagine, ruined. Could you imagine the jet propulsion you get off? Oh, <laughs> that or Taco well, Bell. One of the two oh, is going to kill Taco you. Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> At flames. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. And fuego. <laughs> and fuego. <laughs> Josiah, thank you for making our day. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> You're a, you. You are the real MVP, man. You really are. It depends on what that P at the end stands for. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, man. Yeah, no problem. Talk to you later. Yes, sir. Bye-bye.
<clears throat> that was totally worth having him <clears throat> call in. Coach did say and he I think let it's it all a, hang out there. He did. <laughs> he I let us know literally. without and, really letting us know. And then Steven had like the appropriate video at the appropriate time. Gotta stay prepared. Steve. Gotta stay prepared. How, how are you so clutch all the know. time? I just, you know, they call me Willy Wonka for a reason. You know, <laughs> I have to say on that one, you couldn't have been more clutch. Yeah. All right, you want a horn? Yes. The sick goose? That sound lets you know where you can find us at the end of the show when we're no longer here. You can find us on Facebook at Varsity Radio Show. Uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yep. On Instagram, Varsity underscore radio underscore show. And at Twitter at Varsity Radio 885. And podcasts everywhere. It's about every place you've got a podcast, you can get the Varsity Radio Show. Everywhere. 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 Hey, we are so glad that you joined us for the show. If you weren't on Facebook Live the last 10 minutes, you need to go back, watch this show, and rewind to find out what happened to Josiah Reigns. It was <laughs> it was amazing, as told by Josiah Reigns. It's a very, was, very inspirational story. And then Steven, just like he always does, because he's magic, pulled up the incredibly perfect TikTok video to go with it. Yep. Good job, Steven. I had it ready to go. I've been wanting to use it, but the time was just right for it that. was today yeah yeah so you've wow. got to go check that out let's just say taco bell was involved yes and running very vigorously very because vigorously. you had to you had to find your way to some place that, ca- that taco bell causes you to have to go yes in fuego so we'll leave it there yeah fuego. okay anyway we're so glad that you joined us this week and we hope to have you back here with us next week same time same place 885 jfm see you there